0: You know what that means. It's time to start the show. It's my life. It's whatever. It's my life. It's whatever. It's my life. Welcome to What's Up Chuck, a podcast about loving life, weekly interviews and stories that inspire you to live your best life. Now, your host. Hello, everyone. It's Chuck again. Sitting here with a very, very good friend of mine, a Mr. Marcus Harvey. Marcus is inspirational to me, Marcus has so many wonderful ideas, and he and I are just going to sit here and chop it up a little bit and let you guys in on one of our conversations. How are you doing today, Marcus?
1: I'm doing good, Chuck. How are
0: you? Oh, man, I'm, I'm awesome. Doing well. First of all, how's your day going, brother?
1: My day is going good, actually. I'm sitting here. Uh, we're living our dream. We've been talking about this moment for a while, and finally we get to do it. We're doing this podcast together.
0: Absolutely, man. You know, uh, Marcus is very technically advanced as far as with, uh, equipment and knowledge, and he's been doing some recording. Uh, and a little bit later on in this podcast, I'm gonna let you guys listen to some of the, uh, Poetry that he's done is really, really quite remarkable and impressive to myself. Being a poet, uh, he just takes it to a completely different level. It's very inspiring, and I'm saying I want to share that with all of you guys. Uh, so look forward to that later in the podcast. You know, Marcus, um, I just want to ask you a question because when I look at you and I see you do so many different things, and I know the conversations that we've had over the the duration of the time that I've gotten to know you. It seems like you are living a dream, you know. So what are your future aspirations? I mean, if you had to sum up what your dream is, that one thing that you could accomplish that if you died, you would say, I did everything that I wanted to do on this earth. What is your dream?
1: Actually, truthfully, there is not one thing. So I can never lock myself into saying that there's this one thing that I want to do because as an African-American man, I am multifaceted with, and I believe that I have many talents. Hmm. And being able to live out each of those talents, however I may uh, do that, is really my dream. So I couldn't say there's one thing. So to give you an example, so I do music. That's a part of my dream, right? To do music. Have I sold a lot of music? No. No. I think I may have one fan. Uh, Actually, in 2008, I put out a CD. Maybe 10 people bought it. But it's not the fact that I sold CDs or the fact that I got that one fan. It's the fact that I was in a financial position that I could actually have recording equipment to record the music that I made. Mm. So that's a part of the dream.
0: So would you say that for you, in the instance of music, the dream is more of being in the position to create the type of quality of music that you want or is it the actual act of creating and being successful with that particular quality of music you understand what i'm, what I'm, I understand what I'm what you're saying uh-huh.
1: and for me it's neither the dream for me is doing something that makes you immensely happy within that moment and be able to go into that moment anytime that you choose for happiness right so as a musician i love to make music Mm-hmm. It gives it gives me peace. It gives me inner happiness. It's what I do. I have to create. If I didn't have the means. Or the financial stability to have the equipment to make music, then I wouldn't be living my dream. I would be I'd be quite miserable. So the fact that I can make music anytime that I want, because it's therapy for the soul for me, mm-hmm. that is the dream. So for me to attach an outcome or an expectation to that would make me a dream killer, and I'm yeah. not gonna kill my own dreams.
0: That's that's really interesting, and I can relate to that 100 percent because so many things that I've done in my life, I didn't have any expectations to it. It was just to do it. You know, oftentimes we will look at uh, other people, you know, and mostly it's the people that have become financially successful doing something. They get the publicity that we all can look at it. And then we we set that as the standard for us to feel like we're successful at something. Whereas there's somebody else that said, if I just had a mic, if I just had a good mic, you know, that would sure. be enough for me. If I just had a good mic and a and and a recorder, that's all they would need to be happy with that media. You know, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. And so I, I do understand that a lot of times, and and I hate to use the, the the this particular terminology, I will ghetto rig stuff just so that I can do it because it's more important to me to initiate to take the leap to do it than it to have some type of standard or not i won't say standard because i want it all to be good expectation out of it i think when you start setting those expectations on certain things and you don't reach that level it kills it as you say and it and it makes it difficult for you to move on to the next thing
1: absolutely and sometimes i think as human beings we have to really be in a position where you redefine what success is so you have to analyze it Right. Analyze what is success? It's like success, financial, is not always financial. So success could be us doing this podcast and one person in the entire world get something out of what we're saying. That could be success right there. It doesn't always have to be financial, something financially attached to that. Success could be anything for that person. You made it to the position where you could buy a recorder and a microphone, and now you're doing it and you're living it and it's making you feel good.
0: I'm sorry, I, I, I you know, you, you, but you, when you said that, you touched on something that uh, has been like truly, truly inspiring to me in regards to not only this podcast but a lot of different things that I've done in life, you know, and I've had even with this podcast and it being new, I've had a few people even way beyond my expectations. Because when I did my first podcast, when I did this first episode or even the second episode, it was just for me. I like to talk to people and I do like to give good what I hope to be good advice. So but in in that instance, it was just for me. One thing I enjoy about a podcast that's different than a regular conversation is that. Once you put it out there in cyberspace, you know, it's out there and it's it has no limitations to what ears it can come across. So to have one or two or three, even people come back and say, you know, I listened to that. Maybe they was just saying it to encourage me. Maybe they was just saying it just because it was something good to say in the moment of the conversation. But to have people come back and give you that feedback and say, hey, you know, I heard that. Maybe it's the fact that they said, man, this guy is trying so hard to do this and we can tell that he's got a crappy mic. We can tell that he doesn't have the experience with the uh, editing or post-production. We can tell that, but I am am moved by his trying. So to me, that's even worth it more.
1: But, you know, maybe I think sometimes you can't underestimate the power of good karma and the energy that we put out. Amen. So amen. When you're doing something because you want to do it, even if you're doing it for self, ultimately you're also doing it for somebody else because what you are doing someone else has been through or some somebody else is feeling. Amen. So when you put out good energy, good energy comes back. And I say that because, you know, as we talk you're kind of putting yourself on what we call the ladder of inference where you're kind of assigning meaning to what people have the compliments that they gave to you, right? You're like already kind of assigning meaning, well maybe they're thinking this or maybe they're thinking that. Well, just maybe that because of your positive energy that you're putting this out because it's something that you, not only you're doing for yourself, but it's something that someone else can benefit for. Maybe it's just that positive energy that's coming back wow. because... If you were doing the podcast because you just wanted to get rich and make a lot of money, then maybe you would be failing epically. And maybe you wouldn't have no satisfaction in it because overall you're like, how come I'm not getting paid? How come I don't have any sponsors? How come I can't make any money when that's not the fact? But recognition and a smile on your face that I see is that there are a few people out there that are interested in what I have said, whether it be friends, family, or whatever. Maybe they are happy because you initiate the step to move forward, but be that it may, it doesn't matter because it's the positive energy that you put out because if it feels negative, negative energy. They're like, I'm not listening to that. Right. Chuck's is trying to get paid. Right. Right. But that's not what it is. You're putting out real content and positive energy that is now paying back.
0: And i tell you something else. Uh, I, I knew this conversation was going to take this road. Uh, Uh, Just because the conversations we've had in the past, they always so deep. Uh, I see Marcus and and I say, I'm just going to stop and say hi. And the next thing I know, he either got to break it off and say, hey, go home. Or I got to tear myself away because even just a brief, how you doing? A brief greeting in passing always turn into these really deep conversations. I wanted to add to that and say, so uh, another friend of mine, uh, Alex Davis, he's the pastor of uh, Eastside Assembly of Believers uh, Church congregation, and he wrote a book called uh, 40 Days of Focus, and in that book, the first thing it has you do, I think it's five things, five goals that you have, and, you know, I actually offered to buy the book, and he ended up giving it to me. He said, here, you know, uh, check it out. I said, okay, and um, apparently, I think he wants me to do a testimony on it or something later, but at any rate, not to lose track. So these first five things, uh, creating a podcast was one. But two, the next two things was creating a podcast as as just a goal. And then it was to motivate myself. That was one of my goals, was to do something that would motivate myself and be therapeutic for me. And then number three was to be motivating for other people as well. And so I wrote those three like that because to me, starting a podcast was going to accomplish all three of those things. So when I speak about it being motivating and therapeutic for me, it is because sometimes I'll go on there and the things that I'm talking about are things that, you know, we all have things that go on inside of our head. And, you know, any psychiatrist or, you know, anybody uh, that's in that field will tell you getting it out is very, very important, getting it out. And so it's talking to a microphone, knowing that that microphone is hooked to the Internet. I'm talking to other people. And so that's that's where the therapy for myself comes in that and then knowing that it can and does motivate other people in ways that I, I never even thought of, you know. So those three goals I'm actually accomplishing in just that one thing. Never at one time in those goals, those five goals, did I mention anything about money, Um Oh, the other one of the other goals was in regards to that was to get healthy, to get healthy again. And, you know, you see me out walking and different things. And, you know, this is all tied in to just something as simple as a podcast. So every time I sit down in front of that mic and, you know, whatever I come up with on a creative level and then I edit it and then I post it man i feel like i feel like i you know like i'm i'm rockefeller and i just struck oil again you know and
1: and that and that's what it's all about yeah exactly because had you ex- put an expectation of making money from it you would be robbing yourself of that feeling Oh, that joy man of that joy that all joy. that joy that you can have you just take it right away from yourself because i mean really that's what it's all about right is yeah. our experience in life especially us we're in our 40s a little bit older sharing these experiences with others and I will tell you, nowadays, our times is very critical that we should share, that we start sharing our successes, start sharing our struggles and how we're moving forward, mm-hmm. how we're making over these hurdles. With all the the media and all the negativity that's going on, in my opinion, we could use a lot more positivity to lift each other up. And I say this because I noticed it all the time. I talked to my mother the other day for the last couple of months every time I talked to her, you know, she's 80 years old. And she spends her day glued to the TV, glued to CNN, glued Mm -hmm. to Fox. And for me, I'm telling her, get away from the negativity. It's a trap. Put yourself in something more positive. And it's not just my mother. It's a whole lot of people that are doing the same thing, especially in that age group and younger so, you know, being able to produce this project that you're making, producing this podcast is starting to add more positivity to the atmosphere. Amen. Amen. So it's a, it's another choice that has, someone has where they can listen to about something that we cannot affect at all, something that doesn't really even directly affect us at all, but it's having this overwhelming effect on people. Or maybe I could go listen to something that's positive is to some experiences some wisdom or whatever it might be on a podcast for that day that can help uplift me and help me move forward maybe it'll spark some ideas creativity in someone else or maybe just a new direction
0: that is that that's 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 like awesome marcus as you were sitting there saying that i was looking at you and i was thinking you know that's what's up chuck that's a play on words what's up i only talk about positive things it's only about what lifts people up? Because everybody need a little pick-me-up. That's the hidden message in What's Up, Chuck. That's why I don't talk about sports. I don't talk about other things. I only talk about motivating, inspiring things. Because that's what's up, Chuck. I want to get back to you. And I don't want... So we were talking about your dreams, or your aspirations. And you touched on briefly that you have so many of them. And I caught what you were saying. So, how about telling me
1: a few of them? Well, okay. So, I would say a few of my dreams are—it's really hard to define. But I could—I could tell you this: as things come or as opportunities come, I'm to a place where I'm just ready to capitalize on any opportunity. So, your dreams change. So, my dreams could change, and they could pile up. So, hmm. before I—before I get further in that, let me tell you where that comes from. That comes from critical self-examination is something that i've been paying more attention to so as a person in my personal life and as a leader i've always critically examined self to find out where my weaknesses are where are the chinks in my armor so that i may go in and destroy those weaknesses and rebuild so as a part of that i've been getting uh, i've had the time lately that i'm going back to critically self-examine and find out what it is that i want what it is that i want in this world my dreams what am i inspiring to do And the whole nine. So to make a long story short, after self-critical examination, I came to the reality is that I could do anything in this world that I want Mm -hmm. and that I have no limits and no one can place any limits on me. So from there, that's when it started. So I started off with this spoken word project because I was like, well, you know what? I think I could do spoken word, but I want to put it over music. So I'm just going to do it. So I took a poem I wrote and I put it over music. So I said, I'm going to do the spoken word project. But it was a mask. So it was I was masking it because I wanted to be creativity, but I felt because I was 45 years old, I couldn't rap. I was too old to rap. And a lot of people were, say, you know, people were saying, oh, you're 45 years old, you're rapping. People even made fun of me before. And then in a moment, I caught myself and said, you know what? I could do anything that I want to do, right? So if I'm 45 years old, I want to rap. And it gets, actually, it really goes deeper than that. The really, the philosophy behind that was I've got a lot of friends and a lot of people I've done outreach with that in the black community, that we have these uh, folks that are in their 40s that are getting out of prison. They call them OGs, triple OGs, right? Mm -hmm. Now, when these triple OGs get out of prison, most times, more often than not, they're reformed. And they understand what their mistakes are, and they've had time to reflect. But the problem is they're not allowed to go back to the neighborhood and speak to the young ones get them out that path because if they do they get violated and they get thrown back in prison for life so it's they're purposely separated because they're saying they're gang affiliated just like in the slavery days when the elders were purposely separated from the youth so am i thinking i'm like well no i've never been to prison but i have wisdom that these younger 18 to 20 some kids don't have that i could share and i can't be stopped from doing it so i'm not gonna let anyone place ageism on me saying I can't mm. do it because mm. if I have a message to give especially to this youth and it's true and it's pure and it's honest they're going to receive it no matter how old I am but maybe have even more respect because of my age so all that to say is I've removed limits i removed self implaced barriers to do whatever even the other day I thought about you actually Chuck I was watching I was on LinkedIn and I seen a guy another veteran uh, who went down to Olympia and he did stand-up and he posted it on linkedin he's a stay-at-home dad he retired from the military after 20 some years and i looked i was like okay he wasn't the funniest in the world mm-hmm. but i liked him but he did it for the first time i've seen him shaking and you know kind of shivering and you know and i was like you know i went back to about what you were talking about with the stand-up comedy and i went back to our conversation about us being in toastmasters and you know speaking professionally right maybe not like Les brown but we did it and i thought about how you did it and i was like you know what it wasn't my dream to be a stand-up comedian but i could do it to say i did it and then how awesome would that be just to put in my repertoire or conversation oh my or experiences so when we talk about dreams that's why i say th- it doesn't matter because sometimes. Dreams may come from somewhere else. It may not be something that you always wanted to do. It may be an opportunity. Mm. So we're going back on capitalizing opportunities. This is something I would never do, but why not go and do it and feel that excitement?
0: You know, I'm going to interrupt you. Not interrupt you. you taking a break. We're going to take a break right now for a moment. I want you guys to hear uh, some of Marcus's work. Uh, it's really, really moving. In fact, this particular one that I would like uh The listeners to hear is the one you sent to me the other day uh because you mentioned rapping and believe it or not as i listened to it and that's why when i stopped i said yeah because that's what i heard that marcus i heard that in it i felt that in it wow
1: Before I begin to speak, let me just say what a week. I feel like they've been trying me. And Sunday's congregation, contemplating past sins and future temptations. Like a poor doctor, I'm praying for patience. We ain't got a choice, we gotta make it, they build it and they will come, they can feel it if you're from where I'm from, this is truth without hesitation, future generations need examples of situations, like how you war against temptation, when you face an amazing satisfaction of the flesh, no treasure and quick pleasures, there's only death, like taking happy pills, it's satanic wealth, true riches is found in self. Like everything for love lives beyond death. Mama still praying for me until I learn to pray for myself. And I'm praying for you when I learn how to pray correct. That's prayer for spiritual health, not prayer for physical wealth. Every single day been feeling like straight hell. Mama praying for us, it's time to pray for ourselves. Every single day been feeling like straight hell. Mama praying for us, it's time to pray for ourselves. I'ma pray on, I'ma pray on. Mama Hines, I felt every call you made on a prayer line. Like me and Joe's friendship will last the test of time. Me and Papa Hines only met a few times. However, all his wisdom is in Joseph's pride. Your troop exists in his eyes, so I receive what I need at any time. Once we make the connection, we fist to reopen the prayer line. Let the blessings pour over mankind. Such critical times, these lost children ain't feeling guidance. I pray my word provide it, your fate is not decided. Whoever said it was a doggone liar. I admire those walking in faith. I'm learning to pray for those who keep inspiring to hate. I'm living in the moment. No need to anticipate. Let us embrace happiness here and now. The past is out of style. Don't bring it back that lacks originality. On to something new like the power of spirituality. Every single day been feeling like straight hell. Mama praying for us, it's time to pray for ourselves. Every single day been feeling like straight hell. Mama praying for us, it's time to pray for ourselves. I'ma pray home, I'ma pray